0: Welcome to the isekai pod. My name is Matt and I am isekai trash. I love it so much. I watch everyone I can and very, very rarely do I not completely love them. So come along. Let me share my overflowing love for the fantastic, the wonderful, the truly impossible isekai genre. Knights and Magic, and that's knights with an apostrophe s for some reason, an ampersand, and the word magic. Don't know what the apostrophe is about. It was a fun anime, produced by Eight Bit and licensed by Funimation in the U.S. Thirteen episodes from July second, two thousand seventeen, to September twenty fourth, two 2017. Ah. The source material on this one was a um, web novel slash light novel series by Hisago. Amazake no uh, basically a medieval world where magic exists and also giant robots called silhouette knights that utilize magic as an energy source. Some of our main characters are um, well really it's Ernesti Echevaliar. He was Subasa Karata, who was an otaku in this world, obsessed with mechs, robots. Uh, he gets in a car accident and is reincarnated into this parallel world of our story. He's born into a noble family, uh, and they name him Ernesti Echevalier, Echevalier whatever, it's, we, we only know him as Ernie, basically. He has retained his memories and is super psyched when he sees the giant silhouette knights for the first time, and becomes obsessed with becoming able to build them and drive them. Um, Addie and Kid, they're the other two um, characters of consequence here. They are a brother and sister from a, quote, end quote, illegitimate noble family, meaning, like, their father is a noble, but their mother's not. I don't know, she's a mistress or something. Kind of complicated, very strange, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, They become friends with Ernesti early on, and Ernesti teaches them to use magic, and they uh, become inseparable. They're the best of friends throughout, you know. Uh, The anime sort of uh, takes us from early life of Ernesti to as he's, like, accomplishing things and then to when he's, you know, doing his thing, swanging it. So the story is, Ernie sets his mind to becoming a silhouette night pilot and builder and is exceedingly talented when it comes to learning and using his magic. He easily surpasses his classmates and gets into advanced classes. He just really wants to just shortcut, get to the end, do whatever he needs to do to build these things he loves them he loves robots these giant mechs he loves them so much he just this world they exist in real life and the old world where he comes from they were just like figures he could buy and put together and and here they're real and he's so psyched so he wants to move as quickly as possible Uh, so they go to class he ends up going on a field trip with the older kids um so his his class goes on a, a joint field trip with the the older classes, um, and they're attacked by demon beasts. And Ernie gets a chance to to save everyone, to help evacuate everyone. But then he realizes there's a big bad somewhere that's scaring all these other demon beasts into moving. So he goes and searches it out, and he um finds out. Uh, well, he finds some of the older kids and kids, but whatever the older class, they're in their silhouette nights because they're allowed to be in them and they're fighting. And one of them has uh, chickened out. He sees one of his friends die and is like, wow, we can't beat this thing. I'm out. I'm running. Big coward style. Well, Ernie, you know, the dude gets like disabled or whatever and Ernie jumps in there and he's like, uh, you're not going to do a thing? And the dude's like, this is pointless. We can't do a thing. We'll die. And he's like, well, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to drive this thing. It's going to be awesome. And so he defeats the giant monster the king summons him and wants to give him a reward for saving everybody. And, well, the reward that Ernie wants is the classified secret of how to make the core of the Silhouette Knight. It's the highest state secret. They do not tell anybody how the core is made. It's called an ether reactor. Um, but, they're, the, you know, it, that's how these things are powered. It's magic, blah, 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 mana, all this stuff. It's fun. But they, they're like, that's the, like the one thing you can't ask for, buddy. What, what, what's going on? Why do you want to know that? And he's like, well, you know, I want to build my own. It's a hobby. I'm a hobbyist. I love these things. The king's like, what? What, uh, what? So anyway, they're shocked. They're like, well, pff, the reason you want to know is because you, you're, you're just—it's a hobby. What is your deal? Um, but they're like, okay. So first, you know, maybe we'll tell you. Probably not, but maybe. But you're gonna have to prove yourself. If this is like a hobby and this is what you're into, make a current silhouette night better. And so he does that pretty easily. He goes to work with um, some dwarf mechanics, pretty great, uh, and explains to them all the complicated plans he has, what he thinks needs to be done, creating like muscle-like fibers, blah, 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 blah. Um, They pull it off eventually. There's some hiccups along the way, but they pull it off. Uh, They create a fairly impressive prototype, which they keep improving as the story progresses. But uh, all the while, he's being spied on by some people in another country and they're like whoa cool Um, so eventually the king has Ernie send one of his prototype knights to the main manufacturing people in the kingdom so they can reverse engineer it and mass produce them to improve the military might of the country Um, Ernie makes even more impressive silhouette knights after that the king eventually has Ernie make him a super awesome custom silhouette knight and also one for his grandson who's going to take the throne one day now the prince in this story is actually pretty cool and um, you know so is the king. They're, they're real likable. Uh, the prince loves to battle and always wants more power, but not in an obnoxious, evil way. He just loves battle. Ernie gets dispatched to save Alfheim, the city where the elves live, who make the ether Reactors, which are what the cores are called. His team is able to defeat the demon beasts that are attacking the city, and so the king finally allows Ernie to learn the secrets of the ether Reactors. He spends three months there and learns all he can about the technology. He uses the cores of the two giant demon beasts he defeated in this battle, Uh, and goes back to the kingdom to create his own custom knight, the Ikaruga. It's pretty overpowered. A neighboring kingdom starts a war, and they have flying technology, which scares everyone, but not Ernie. He's just super excited seeing these things fly, and he's like, well, how are they doing that? I gotta figure that out. It's a new problem for him to solve. He's always so excited. That's part of what's fun about this. Ernie distinguished himself in several battles with a neighboring country. They have a mad engineer in that country, sort of similar to Ernie in that he's like, big on making these things it, it you know it really turns his gears it really makes him you know this is what makes him tick you know just like Ernie but you know he's kind of evil um, so he gets excited about the thought of besting Ernie's designs and they're locked in some crazy battle of wits to make the best technology uh, the crazy engineer makes a flying dragon mech it's insane it's insanely powerful Ernie eventually defeats it and that's sort of where our story ends So Ernie gets his own lab and he's sharing technology with the kingdom and generally just getting to do what he loves. Now, what was extra fun about this anime was Ernie's super positive attitude the whole time. Like, he's just so excited to be in a world where these giant robots exist because that was what gave him life in this previous life. He loved these, he loved giant mechs. And so now he's in a world where they're, they're real They're real and there's magic. And he's like, this is just the best thing ever. I don't care about this political nonsense going on. I don't, you know, the king loves what I'm doing. That's wonderful, whatever. It's a means to an end. I get to play with these giant robots. So he's going to do whatever it takes to just keep getting to play with these things. You know, he's, he's a super bat. He's a super, he's really good at what he's doing. And, you know, everybody in the kingdom is like, this dude could make something that could like mess us up. But he's not even having any part of that. He just wants to build these giant robots. He loves them, and that was that came across. It also had a really fun opening theme, but it was super strange because it started out real normal. It just played the opening theme and there's animation. But at some point in the series, like kind of late in the game, they started adding in sound effects from the animation in the opening, and it was uh, noticeable. I was like, "Whoa, what's uh, this? This is different." But not like bad. But it was just weird that they changed that part of the way through the series and we're like oh now we're gonna have the open same opening theme same animation but now there's like sound effects And you're like oh, okay uh you know it's unnecessary i guess i don't know or just you know but figure it out from the go is all i'm saying like do it or don't do it don't like not do it and then do it that's uh, weird anyway i liked it a lot it was a lot of fun um i'd like to think that anyone could enjoy this one because there's no there's no like lewdness in it there's no there's nothing there's no barriers here it's just pure unadulterated fun there's some like political intrigue there's a kid who's good at building these robots and you know designing them and and good at using his magic because he's practiced he's all he's done is practice because he knows that's what's going to get him in the seat i don't think it's a top tier anime but it doesn't have to be i watched like three times it's fun it's a fun ride well you know check it out Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Isekai Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Isekai Pod. Find us online at IsekaiPod.com. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll hear from me again real soon. Unless you get trapped in a parallel world. Sayonara!